and I'm so annoyed with all of these um, stores running out of stuff that I was like, man, uh, I just want to go on a rant. And and <laughs> where, what better place to go on a rant than our podcast? Uh, yeah. But it, I tell you, it, it's not it's not our fault. It's not the grocery stores themselves' faults. But what were these toilet paper companies thinking? And I'm, and I'm picking on them because that's the number one thing. It seems like they run out. My name is Erica Hinkle. And my name is Joshua Griffin. Thank you for listening to Behind the Scenes, where we go behind the scenes with our Tidewater area businesses, philanthropy, and community involvement. I'm owner of Erica Hinkle Events, LLC, a full-service wedding and event company specializing in floral design and decor. And I own Griffin Air, serving the Middle Peninsula and Northern Neck for all your heating, cooling, and plumbing needs. Let's go behind the scenes right now. Oh my gosh, so you know you know how I do recordings and my office is in my master uh, closet? Uh-huh. Well, I yesterday laundry which is like the laundry room is like kind of on the other side of my master but there's like no way to get to it and i heard this loud crash in my closet i'm like uh-huh. oh god what what happened uh-huh. yeah the entire uh my husband's like shelving thing the entire thing came off the wall oh so my it's, yeah it's all all the clothes are like behind me it's like a huge project i have to take all these clothes out fix the shelf but I said, uh, not today. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you. Uh, yeah, so that was fun. Yeah. So how are you? How is, uh, how's business? Uh, things are good. We're a little slow right now, but we're getting there. Um, we, uh, we're, we, it, it gets slow this time of year every year, even when there's not a virus running around. Right. So apart- it's not really hot. It's not really cold. So. Yeah. So the last, the first couple of years in, of my business has scared me. And then the last few years, it has not scared me. But this year I'm like, okay, is it going to pick up afterwards? You know, when we get to April, um, I think it will regard, you know, even with the virus here, but uh, I, I just hope I'm right. So, yeah. Well, you're in a unique situation too, because uh, people are home. So it's not like they're not going to want their stuff to be working. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, hopefully you will, um, but you'll, you'll pick up again. It's one thing to be needed, but it, you know, your, your, your customers also need to be able to pay their bills. So yeah, we need everybody to be, be able to work here. So, yeah, no, that's true. Have your customers like asked you, are you taking precautions before you go in? I guess you don't really go into their homes though. Uh, A little bit here and there. Are, Are you asking, have I had folks ask me to, if they could not pay right away no no i just meant like um like taking precautions into going into their homes you know what i mean like not bringing the virus in right if, yeah not that you have it i'm not saying that but i'm just you know everyone's like being very careful well yeah and 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 the nightmare would be if one of the guys did pick it up in a house spreading it to other homes yeah i mean that just sounds absolutely like a nightmare so um, but yeah, so they're, they're taking extra precautions. They're disinfecting everything they touch, including doorknobs and thermostats and whatever else they touch, uh, before and after, uh, they, they're at a home. So that's good. That's good. Yeah. My brother said he's doing basically the same thing. They're working too. Ah. St- 
<clears throat> still, but yeah, it's just crazy. Yeah. yeah. And I've, I've actually, uh, bar- barred the, uh, the technicians from going in our office, which pissed a couple of them off, but I'm like, what? I don't even understand why that would make you mad. I mean, I'm just like, it, I'm trying to keep everyone safe. If one, of, right. if one of you does get exposed to it, God forbid, uh, our, our goal would be to try to make sure it doesn't get spread to anyone else. And, and, um, you know, I think one of them, everybody, you always have those guys that they're just, it doesn't matter what you do. They're going to complain about something. Yeah, um, no, for sure. Yeah. So he, for sure. He, and they don't understand as being like a business owner that you're, you are looking out for them, even though, you know, whatever it is that you said might make like a little bit of a headache for them or, or whatever, but they just, right. yeah, I'm having the same, uh, observations with my husband's job and I'm not going to say who they are, but they are essential and they have kind of like the same situation where there's like office employees and then there's on-site guys Mm -hmm. that work by themselves. And my whole thing is like, why are these office employees, why are they even working from the office when they can work from home? Because what's going to happen is one of these guys that's on-site is going to get it. They're going to get it. And then you need, you need somebody to to be able to work on call. Like, right. I just feel like keeping the office employees safe so that they can be on call for when the guys that are, I don't know. It's just, everyone's kind of dealing with these things now. No one really knows protocol and right. it's been hard to get leadership in my opinion from a lot of different big corporations. Cause they just don't know what to do. They're having a hard time getting leadership. Well, I just, and I think people are majoring in the minors. Um, you know, they're, yeah, they're so concerned about you know having to like the the same pl- employees that I have that complain about not you know me me barring them from going to certain places so they're not all congregating in the same place are the same ones that two weeks ago wanted me to give them the permission to stay home and I gave right. them that permission I was like if you don't feel safe and you want to stay home you're welcome to stay home um, you know so. Yeah, you don't get paid, but uh, (laughs) yeah, I mean, so yeah, it's tough, super tough. I wish I was welfare, but I I'm not, so yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Another day in the life. Did you file for uh, the business loan thing that you sent me? So the CPA that I use thinks it's wise to wait a couple days and make sure. Because supposedly if you send it in too early and you didn't get something right, then they'll um, reject you and you're going to have to redo everything all anyway. So he wanted me to wait so that we're waiting until the third. Gotcha. Yep. How about gotcha. you? Um, no, I didn't because I don't really want a loan. <laughs> <laughs> um, it be, I just... I don't have the overhead that a lot of business owners do. I'm okay. All of my stuff is already paid for. Um, and no, I don't have revenue coming in, but I was already a stay at home mom. So our bills, you know, our regular bills, my husband took care of those anyway. Yes. My income did help with extra things, but my income directly went to my business. So it paid Mm -hmm. for everything. Um, and I bought a lot of stuff for my business last year in the sense of like styled shoots, which is all florals that, you know, you can't keep those. You just buy them for one, one, one thing. So I'm just not doing any of those things anymore. I'm not going to do any styled shoots this year. I'm not going to do anything that costs me money. 
Um, and I'll just work the weddings that I have, uh, which are not a lot. In fact, now that the stay at home order is in place, I had to cancel the last two that I had for not cancel, but just postpone, uh, the last two that I had on the calendar. So my first wedding is in November. So I'm not, I'm just, I've kind of completely changed gears. I'm just working on my house and I did start a Facebook group for like gardening and, and, uh, homesteading and stuff. Cause that's stuff that I've been interested in for a long time. So I'm just keeping busy. I'm just trying to, I'm a hustler. So I've always got ideas. Well, I want to, I, I want to ask you, cause it, I'm assuming we're live right now. Is that right? I mean, we're rolling, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this is great <laughs> content, man. Don't lose this. No. <laughs> um, so I want to ask you more about this gardening thing, but, but I do want to point out that, you know, I, I've, I've seen a few of these programs where they're giving out money for different reasons. I remember back in 2008, uh, there were uh, different times when they were giving out relief uh, money and things like that. But I got to say that this, um, this most recent, um, program that they're looking at doing for small businesses, uh, the way they've structured it is great in my opinion, because unlike a lot of these programs where they're just willy nilly giving money to, you know, whoever, and like a bailout basically. Yeah. yeah, Whether it's giving money to an individual person or a corporation, um, this small business loan, the way they've structured it is to help people keep their jobs. Right. And, and I, I think that's absolutely, uh, you know, I, I think for me, I, I'm gonna, when you sent it to me, honestly, I didn't really look into it because anything, this is a loan right now. I'm like, but I am going to actually look into it because I do, (laughs) I do need a new computer. There are things that I, need that maybe this would be an opportunity for me because I'm going to work again next year. Hopefully, you know, wedding people are going to get married again. Um, so I, it's not that I am like, Oh, my business, I'm just done. You know, this is, this is bankrupt me or anything. I'm not looking at it like that, but it might be, it might be a good idea to look into that for me so that maybe I could afford some of the things that I haven't been able to afford, um, in the past. There's yeah. some new, there's some new equipment that I definitely need. Well, I did, I will say, and I, you know, I'm no tax expert. I don't know the, all the ins and outs, but I do know that this particular program, they're looking at your payroll, your utilities and your either mortgage or rent or lease or however you, uh, you know, pay for that. Right. And, right. And you have to show proof that that's where the money went. Um, or you have, or you have to pay it back. Um, okay. Okay. So the forgivable stuff, if you will, uh, if you want to call it forgivable, basically the money that you're not going to have to pay back, it'll essentially in my mind, become a grant at that point, not a loan. Okay. And you have to send in your payroll, your, um, utility bills and your either mortgage or rent, uh, that will cover it. Now, again, I'm no tax expert. I don't know right. all the ins and outs. I've heard some misinformation out there, at least according to my CPA, it is mis- misinformation. Um, I heard, I'd it, believe them for over anybody. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I heard someone say that if you, uh, if your business does not decline at least by 50%, then you will not be able to take advantage of any of the relief, uh, or the forgiveness, if you want to call it that. And, um, 
but but according to my CPA, that's not true. That this is simply based on the um, you know essentially what you described, and that is if you've seen a decline in your business uh, from last year to this one uh, because of this. And I think the way the verbiage reads, it says something to the effect of the uncertainty of this time with the dealing with this virus. Unprecedented. Yeah. That's the new, like the 2020 word. (laughs) So, yeah. Uh, You know, that's interesting, too, because I'm even like, as you were saying that, I I was just thinking maybe maybe it would be better for me because most of my weddings were through another company. I actually worked. I was a contractor, so I worked for another company. Maybe I need to look at unemployment. Yeah. That, because I lost could. all of her what I lost all of those weddings for yeah. this year. Yeah, definitely. You should. You, there, uh, there, there's certainly some benefits that you not only can take advantage of, but you should take advantage right. of. Um, right. Simply because, uh, not number one, uh, it's th- that's why it's there. But number two, um, this is not a, um, it's not an unending, infinite deep well if you will there there is going to be a first come first serve whoever drags their feet will not be able to take advantage of it yeah well that's fucking oh excuse my language that's my middle (laughs) name is dragging my feet i need to get on this Uh, Uh, yeah you know me i can't make a decision ever so i'm like uh and then i just sit in limbo forever so yeah this is um i'm glad we had this conversation because I, i do need to look into this and i think you're right you know these are the things that if they're being offered and it applies to you, you should take advantage of it, especially in this time. Absolutely. The other thing um, you mentioned, the subcontractors, you know, the company that employed you or, or not employed you, um, sent you the work and used you as a subcontractor. Um, they will also be claiming that on this, you know, in some way, shape or form. Okay. Us. So that, all right. That was that was one of the reasons why I didn't want to do that because I really have a great working relationship with, with this woman who owns this business. And I didn't want to be like messing her up. If I, if, if I'm claiming um, unemployment, like I didn't want to have it mess up her, her business, but you're saying that as a business owner, see, I don't have employees, so I know none of this stuff. (laughs) No, no. So, 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 and again, I'm no tax expert, but, but, but the way I understand it is, I don't know the what's the lady's name that you're talking about. Um, well, her business name is Illumination Events Studios. Illumination um, Events. Okay, so yeah. if Illumination Events Studios uh, were to apply for this relief, or this loan or grant, if you will, they basically they would report you as well. So I don't have any okay. subcontractors, so I don't know how that works. But let's just say that last year when business was good, they sent you $20,000 worth of work during, okay. during these eight weeks. Well, okay. they can apply. And, and again, I don't know, I, I don't have subcontractors, so I don't know exactly how that side works, but I, what I did was I sent in my actual payroll for my employees and, um, and, and, and said, you know, this is what, I, to, for me to be able to keep everyone on, if we saw a decline in business, this is what my payroll is. This is what my utility costs are. This is what our rent is. And um, 
And then what they do is they actually have a multiplier on the payroll for, I believe it's two and a half. So, okay. And, and so they, that's, that's what the loan amount would be. And then once you tally everything up at the end. So the, the point in this is, is if, uh, what was the name of it again? Illumination. Illumination event studios, illumination events studios. If they apply for this loan and they get say 20 grand for you, then they can still pay you to do work. Uh, Okay. Obviously it's not going to be doing a wedding if there's no wedding, but I mean, they can find something for you to do. I'm sure. And yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. That income. Okay. So I see. Anyway. Yeah. Shout out, shout out to my girl, Chelsea. She uh, has an amazing event company out of Richmond um, and she keeps me very busy. So I I'm, kind of bummed yeah i was getting ready i mean we're in april now so yeah just all this didn't happen i would be like you know we would be wedding central right now we would have all the stuff and i i'm just like yeah yeah i had to switch gears so absolutely (laughs) yeah and 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 again that you're you would not be taking advantage of them in no way uh if, if they apply for it correctly uh if it's it's only there to help both of you stay afloat uh, okay. So if, if you were an employee, it would be there to help you keep your job and, and them to, to stay in business as a company. That's, that's the point of all this. That's why I think it's such a good idea. Now, of course, maybe I'm biased because I own a small business, but unlike say, oh, hey, whether you made a hundred grand last year or you made nothing because you drew uh, some sort of assistance and sat on your couch, and and we're going to give you no matter which situation you're in, we're going to give everybody a thousand dollars. Well, instead of that, they're right. This program is meant and and structured to help folks keep their jobs, keep their way of life, and and get through this. Really. Okay. Okay. Well, that does sound good. Yeah, I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad you explained that to me. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, man. So, uh, so what were we going to talk about today? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, uh, I, I, I tell you, I, I, I'm so annoyed with all of these um, stores running out of stuff that I was like, man, uh, I just want to go on a rant. And, and where, <laughs> what better place to go on a rant than our podcast? Uh, yeah. But it, I tell you, it, it's not it's not our fault. It's not the grocery stores themselves faults. But what were these toilet paper companies thinking? And I'm, and I'm picking on them because that's the number one thing. It seems like they run out. But do you, I mean, you had no inkling. You had no, you know, there was never a point in your business model that you thought, hey, if somebody were to buy this stock, could we double our, I mean, I could with my, my business, I, I could double our output if I needed to. Right. Uh, uh, now, would I have to hire more people? Yeah. Would I have to maybe change a few things, how we're doing things? Yeah. But the fact that we're now on week number two of every single store being out of supplies, I'm like, what are these folks thinking? It's not, it's not the grocery store's fault. It's, and it's not our fault. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's these people that are making the products that I'm like, did you never, ever consider that you might need to upscale at some point? And, and, and the surprising thing to me is, to me, usually when things like this happen, it's the small guys that can jump in and 
fill the void, if you will. And just like with my business, if the, if the big guys couldn't take care of you or couldn't get to you or whatever, it's those smaller guys that should be able to fill that void and make some damn toilet paper. Um, yeah. So I just, I don't understand. I, are you out of toilet paper? I just want to ask that. We are not out of toilet paper, <laughs> but that's only because before the virus uh, and for the longest time, I've always just had every several months uh, Amazon would deliver a gigantic box and we throw it in the yeah. certain closet. And that's just how we've always done it. So, um, I actually really like that. I belong to, um, honest company, uh-huh. which is, uh, I, I don't know if you know, but for the listeners, they make, um, like all natural, uh, household products. And it's the same thing. Like you kind of pick how much money you want to spend every two months. I was doing every two months uh-huh. and it was like 60 bucks every two months and my paper towels, like toilet paper. And it was just nice because you do kind of forget sometimes that you need toilet paper. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you're out and you're like, Oh no. Yeah. Especially now. But, everybody's uh, out. Yeah. Especially now. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, everybody's out of everything too. Like it's not just toilet paper, but yeah, toilet paper seems to be what everyone, it's like a hot commodity these days. Um, full disclosure, I am sending care packages to all of my brides on the day that they were supposed to be wed. Oh man. That's and, awesome. uh, and I'm putting a roll of toilet paper in each one. So <laughs> if any brides are listening, you're going to get a uh, toilet paper on the day you were supposed to be wed. <laughs> that is so thoughtful. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it is, it's crazy. And the other thing I've noticed is that, well, and I didn't know this is I'm, we're seeing more and more how many uh, factories are interchangeable. They could make different stuff. You know, they could make like however many are saying like, okay, within a week, we're going to be making ventilators, um, which is awesome. You know, that's all awesome. But yeah, I do kind of agree. Like, you know, I worked for a manufacturing plant. We did trusses. And if we got a large order, I mean, the guy's, we just put in a second shift or a third shift and we would just hire more people. And I mean, the job had to be done regardless. Like, yeah, exactly. (laughs) So I, I, I I definitely can see your point there. And maybe I'm just ignorant, you know, on how it all works, you know, I'm sure that's probably what it is, but you know, you, you mentioned ventilators, medical supplies. I am not picking on those folks because no one, I don't think anyone knew that this was going to. We don't make them here, Josh. I'll I'll get on a vent about this. We don't make it here. We sent all of that stuff over to wherever, and they're all in shipping containers. Like, I that's one thing that I'm I'm actually excited to see a change in our country. We need to be making our emergency equipment here. We need to be more self-sustaining in America. There's no reason why all of our PPE is being made in China or wherever it's it's being made. Right. Yeah. That's just that was just dumb. In my opinion, that was just dumb. Yeah, absolutely. And it's one thing to say, well, you can get it made for less somewhere else. But it's another thing to say, uh, you know, the strength of a country should be in their uh, ability to sustain uh, without importing every little thing. Yeah. And money. I mean, yeah, money is important, but look how many lives this has cost. This has cost us. This will cost us more money in the long run than anything like that. And I think that that's one of the hopeful things is that we can start 
kind of opening our minds a little bit, thinking outside of the box and realizing that our important stuff, like the stuff that we need to survive if something like this was going to happen, that needs to be made here. It needs to be accessible for, for us here uh, in our own country. So Love it. That's just my little yes, I, <laughs> my little rant. I'm so glad to get on our soapboxes today. Yes, uh, yes. I just feel like that that's this thing that everyone's thinking. And of course, you know, people get on uh, social media and they complain about this or that. And I, I really genuinely think that grocery stores and 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 really can, any type of store at the local level, they're doing the best they can right now. But you know everybody yeah like they're out of some of this stuff and it's like really you know you didn't have a stockpile somewhere you didn't ever plan to be able to uh ramp up production for regardless of what the reason was it's like you said yeah. adding shifts i remember years ago i used to work in a, a factory i don't know if i can say the company name but um i worked in a factory as an electrician for a while and you know they had the ability to depending on what what orders came in or whatever to be able to change the, 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 the conveyor line assembly line, if you will, and yeah. make something different and make more of it or whatever. It's, it's just like, who's in charge yeah, and it is like toilet paper is something that's never, I mean, that's not like a fad or anything like toilet paper right. is something that you, it's a necessity. So you would think that, uh, I mean, yeah, I'm sure they got an influx of orders overnight. I mean, that literally happened. But but still, we are going on two weeks now. Right, exactly. And, That's uh, my point. If, if they, where's the toilet paper? If they all ran out, <laughs> you know, okay, well, then the next Tuesday, the, the next truck came in and, and restocked. And again, maybe I'm just ignorant to all this, but I'm just like, you, for you to not have the foresight to be able to uh, up your production of some of these items um, is, I just... I can't wrap my brain around how yeah. incompetent, obviously, someone is. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I tell them to their face because, you know, these. Oh, I love it. Some folks, some folks are just. Mr. Cottonell. Yes. No. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. CEO of, of, uh, of, of X brand toilet paper. F you, you know. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. So just kidding. Uh, yeah, no, I, I definitely can see your point there for sure. I, I will say, though, some of the other, like, more positive things that I've seen as far as, like, locally, and I'm sure this is happening all over the country, um, all over the world, but I was one of those people that never tried the pickup system, like, where you can order online and then pick it up, and and they are really perfecting and adding that option in all of the stores. I can do it in Home Depot now, which is great. I can do it at Tractor Supply. Um, I don't shop at Walmart anymore. That's a personal thing that I've made that decision. I'm just done with Walmart. So I'll just order anything I need online there. But I just think it's a cesspool for this virus. So I'm not going there. Sure. But any place, uh any place else, um, Food Lion, you can order that stuff online and, and they make your they put your everything together and you literally just pulled it. It's like curbside service everywhere. Yeah. So I've I have an I have like that because there have been some supplies um, building material supplies that I've needed recently. Um, and I didn't want to like be in the store browsing, you know, you get sucked up into that. And I was, you know, I've been trying to be, you know, vigilant about it. Uh, but it is nice that you can still order from some of these, some of these companies and get a curbside pickup. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
Yep. So uh, I know we kind of uh, brushed over it earlier. So tell me, I know you started this gardening group and it kind of took off on, on uh, Facebook. Yeah. Well, you know, if you consider 90 people taken off, but. Uh... Well, I, I do. I mean, I, uh, it was it was a matter I, of a day or two that it, it really took off. Right. I mean, yeah. 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 It's uh, first of all, it's called Homestead for What? which is a play on the turn down for what it's just a group <laughs> of uh, like-minded people that are, are kind of trying to learn or at expert level of homesteading, gardening, homeschooling, um, just like home life kind of stuff. And yeah, I started it because I started having some conversations with uh some people over and over again and then I wanted to like introduce them and then I was like you know what we're just going to start a Facebook group because you guys are all very interested in the same thing and I think that we could kind of create a little community plus it would keep me motivated to like you know get outside build the uh, raised beds that I've been working on for however long and uh so yeah we started it and it's been uh it's been a lot of fun is this a lot of is fun. now is this more of like a I don't know, like a hobby or is this more on a deeper level, like a way of life? And these people are, are wanting to jump on board and, and really make some changes here. Well, homesteading, like the actual, you know, like if you're a homesteader um, or a farmer, uh, that is kind of a way of life. Homesteading basically means that you want to grow your own food. Um, and so, yeah, I think that there are people that are like, you know, way on the right-hand side of the spectrum in that they're like expert level. They have farms, they, you know, raise their own cattle, they, you know, have animals. And then there's way on the left side of the spectrum, uh, people like me, or even living in city area or more um, sub rural area, and they want to just have like a little container garden, but they still want to grow their own food. So it's a good mix of that. There's, um, there's, people on there that have like million dollar homes that have a garden shed and like you know have huge land space and um even though they don't post a lot they're a good re resource for for certain things and then there's other people that only have like a back uh, a patio off of their townhome and they want to they want to do a container garden so it's been a really good thing for information um and getting ideas and stuff uh more so than just what I know myself, which is not everything I'm learning. My, I've been learning every day. Yeah, I, I like it. They are. Uh, yeah. And what are some of the, I mean, is there anything in particular that you've learned since starting that, that, uh, you know, uh, you a lot about, um, a lot about seeds and how to save seeds. Uh, currently that's a lot of what I've been, um, researching and basically, uh, the idea is I would like to ha be a resource, of have like a seed library or some people call it a seed bank. Um, and basically you, you swap seeds or you share seeds with people. So I'm kind of creating this library so that if, because on the industry side in the seed world, so many people have been ordering seeds. Uh, there's a seed shortage right now with some of the larger organic and there's a plant shortage. So if you go to order live, uh, live plants online, um, let me know where you find them because all of them are sold out. Why is that? <laughs> uh, because, uh, because as far as like this virus is going wow. and some of the people that are more prep, 
minded like um, or or preparers are kind of realizing that there are if there's a food or if there's a shortage on toilet paper right now and we don't really know where this is going to end there is potential to be a food shortage where we won't be able to get um, eggs or milk or uh, you know vegetables there's a potential that this is just going to snowball and get worse for a little while before it gets before it gets better and now uh we are thank god we're going into spring because if we were going into winter this would have been this would be a much worse situation for a lot of people the fact that we're going into spring this is a great time for people to start planting you know if you want to have tomatoes or you want to have some herbs this is a great time to either it's a little late to start seeds uh at this point you still can but generally you want to start seeds in more of February so that they're ready to be planted at the end of April. Uh, but yeah, this is the time where we should start getting our gardens together um, so that we can, you know, uh, what am I trying to say? So that we can like, you know, our families can survive on food. We can, we can, uh, I'm trying to think of the word that I'm trying to use and I can't, it just keeps going right out of my head. But basically I'm just trying to, get into survival mode where we're with food it's not hard to grow food it's a little bit of work um, but it's a lot rewarding plus with all the kids being home now and, and homeschooling this this is a really good kind of a lesson for our That's kids so I've been kind of bringing bringing my kids into it they're really excited um, we just planted Venus tri, uh Venus fly trap oh, seeds nice. and my youngest he does not believe that they eat flies. He, he does not believe me. He's like, no, they don't. I said, yeah, they do. You'll see. They eat flies. They're meat eaters. <laughs> it's kind of, it kind of, I mean, that, it sounds like your son is like a, a younger version of my, I mean, I'm like skeptical about everything. Like, you know? Yeah. yeah. He needs to see it. Yeah. I'm just like, uh, it, it, a plant that eats flies, huh? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yep. Sure does. <laughs> yeah. So that's basically, uh, that's, you know, basically my little soapbox on why, um, we should be gardening now. And, um, in the grand scheme of things, I've always kind of wanted to do, uh, and Josh and I, we've talked about this several times that I've wanted to do like either a YouTube page or, or a blog or something, um, because I do like teaching things and I do like talking and I, I do like being a positive person for people, but I never could pick a subject because with weddings, it's like you, when you talk about weddings all day at your job, is that also what you want to like talk about hobby wise? So this has been really nice because it's like something completely different than my work. I'm not mourning the fact that I don't have any work basically this year. And now I can be excited about this and share it with other people. So that's why I started it and why we're, I guess why it's doing really well. I have more messages, more text messages than ever weddings and everyone knows I do weddings and events <laughs> yeah well and I, so it's I gotta fun. say you know because one thing I learned when I became an adult is everybody has something they fill their time with whether it's work or a hobby of some kind maybe they have a sport that they like to play in their own time or they like to hunt or fish or bake foods right. or, or work at the church or whatever it is they fill their time with every single it, it actually kind of is funny to me when I when I meet somebody and 
some of the different things they're in because it's like, man, God really made us all different. I would never, yeah. never be into what you're talking about. And, um, but unlike a lot of the things that people fill their time with, um, or their, you know, efforts with, um, this is something it sounds like that as you said, rewarding, but it's, you know, there's a sense of independence there that, um, yeah, good things can come out of if this were your thing, your hobby or whatever you want to call it, um, being able to, to really take care of your family and stuff. It's, it's really a, it's a traditional way of thinking, but it's, it's kind of a progressive way of thinking too, if you think about it. Yeah. Yeah. And you can, uh, I mean, Pinterest has like so many things I've been on Pinterest a lot lately, but a lot lately, but modern homesteading, like literally modern homesteading, that's a thing. Like that's, so you can, you could look, I didn't know any of that, uh, that kind of stuff until recently. Um, I didn't know that me wanting to do a garden and kind of grow our own food. I didn't realize that that was called homesteading until very recently. I was like, Oh, well, okay. Yeah. yeah, that's me. <laughs> well, cool. I get it. Um, and then the, the other reason why it's important to me to involve the kids is because when, when all of this kind of virus thing really like came and happened, I, what I was thinking was, holy crap, if this had happened, let's say 15 years from now, 10, 15 years from now, my son, my oldest son would have no idea what to do. He would not, he wouldn't know how to grow his own food. Cause I've never really taught him how to do yeah. that. And so it's important because if this can happen now, this can happen again or worse or, or not, you know, we just don't know. And so I just think I'm going to, it's better for me. It's better for my psyche for me to, to kind of go back to like a prepper lifestyle, like where I'm, you know, trying to can food so that we always have food and supplies in our home. Yeah. I, I think that's great. I mean, always having like more skills versus others. Uh, it, it reminds me of, uh, I tell you, it's kind of heartbreaking is when you see um, some of, you know, sometimes I have customers that maybe their spouse took care of something and they never really were educated on how to take care of it. Mm. And now that they're gone, you know, they're older and they've lost their significant other. They're having to learn some of these things and it, you know, you, you don't think about it till you have to think about it. You know? Yeah. Um, it's crazy. Yeah. My great grandmother, when my great grandfather died, I didn't, I met my great grandmother, but I did not meet my great grandfather, but, um, she didn't know how to do anything. She didn't know how to write a check. She didn't know how to start a grill. Like she knew how to cook and do all that. But as far as like taking care of the house. So that was a big adjustment when he died. My dad's dad and my dad went over there a lot and helped, helped kind of, they ended up being the men in her life because, you know, that's just how it was back then. Right. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Huh. Yes. Uh-huh. So what else, uh, what else is going on? I mean, all it is is coronavirus stuff. So. I know everything <laughs> I know you, you that, turn but... on, you, you know, the te- you turn on television, the radio, the uh, internet, anything you, it, it just seems like it's, it wraps, it's, uh, it's intertwined into everything right now. Well, that's it guys. Thank you for listening to behind the scenes and Toddwater. Want to share something with us or be a guest on the show? Send us an email at tidewaterpodcast at gmail.com. Like, share, and subscribe our podcast 
to help us grow. And listen for more deals, discounts, and wisdom from the best businesses in the Tidewater area.